Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. Sinister Parlor. <laughs> Good evening, fiends. Welcome to another episode of Sinister Parlor Podcast. I'm Zombie Barbie with my awesome and amazing and incredible co-host, the one and only Bud Vino. Rhiannon Nicole, Zombie Barbie, thank you for the humbling intro as usual. Rhiannon, we have an awesome guest lined up today, and I know you're excited. I'm going to let you do the intro because you've been talking about this guest all week, and you've earned it, my friend. Let it rock. All right, so our guest tonight is writer, producer, and actress of this incredible, amazing movie, Vampire, the silliest vampire movie ever made, Ming Ballard. <laughs> <laughs> Hi! Hi everyone, thank you guys. Thank you Zombie Barbie and Bud for having me. Being a vampire is for the birds, especially if you're allergic to blood. I want that vampire. We shall be worshipped. We shall be as gods. Why are you a vampire? The vampires life force extraction process isn't just capable of, of of keeping me alive i don't get it man it's capable of extremely dark things too i want you to destroy the vampire and as your shane claire kill her too <laughs> whacked by the vatican you have arrived <laughs> my sole mission is to hunt down and kill everything unholy that crawls on this planet I don't crawl. Oh, it's gone. Stolen. We'll have to get that thing back on this thing here. Stop today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna eat your chihuahua. I guarantee you, without my help, he will kill you and your friends. <laughs> Dear Lord. If I live through this, I ain't never gonna sin again. I'm going after the vampire. That's just hot. You're giving this vampire a freaking headache. Where's Grace? You're too late. I thought this was supposed to be a safe house. I don't feel so safe anymore. I just want to live my damn life and eat my pie. Oh, <laughs> hey, you guys, thank you so much for for interviewing me. Um, I'm like, I'm just like, we're close. <laughs> we're so excited. You're more, you're more than welcome. Thank you for coming on. Uh, oh this is goodness. a pleasure for us, too. So we're just as giddy. And I love your energy. You have a really nice doesn't she, Rian? She really does. Yeah, you. Law of attraction, sort of uh, positive energy. I love it. I feel Thank it. you. You know what? I um, this is interesting, but I've noticed something amongst horror writers that we tend to be the most um, optimistic. Mm-hmm. Um, horror writers, because because we're so close to the darkness, and uh, and we we expose it, we bring it to light. Mm-hmm. Um. But instinctively, we know we know that there is a light, mm-hmm. opposite, diametrically opposite of that, you know. And and um, I, I think we're the most uh, optimistic 
really spiritual people out there. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And I know Rhiannon's too. Empathetic as well. We can feel, like you said, I think oh. because we've also, we, we're not afraid to expose ourselves because of being that way, I guess. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm super empathy empathetic. Too. I'm like a freaking sponge. And, yeah. And then, yeah. And then I have to uh, go to a quiet place and just, you know, recharge. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. but, but I'm not stingy with energy. You know, there's enough of it. I like to make people happy. Uh, yeah, well, you're amongst friends here, and uh, Rand and I have that same mindset, believe me. Rand and I, we do the show together, but we're also the best of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've had a lot of these conversations. So I know Rand's smiling because you're right on our level with that. We're on that same level. So this is going to be a great show. You have an awesome energy. Thank you. And an awesome Thank you. personality, you. and your movie was fantastic. I love it. Um, I love it. <laughs> Thank you. I have the pleasure of taking in most of it. I got to watch that. Like, be candid, like the last 10 minutes, my mother-in-law was here. So I have to catch okay. that. But you can spoil it for me because I have to go back. I have it on Prime. Well, okay. So it looks like it ends, but you got to watch some of the credits because there's more afterwards. There's more about, about uh, Tippy. You give some... Uh, uh, um, uh, kind of a what happens down the line with the characters, you know. Yeah. Like, I don't. Know I didn't want to put it at the very the end because people, you know, they don't watch all the credits. <laughs> well, it's definitely good artsy too, and Rihanna's watched it several times. We won't give it too much away before the oh, show. <laughs> I love it. I heart so you, much. girl. I love you. <laughs> yeah, Rihanna was raving about it, and you. Mm-hmm. From when she first connected with you, she messaged me and. and so this woman, because Rhea's pretty good with that whole energy thing, too. Oh. Um, so right away, mm-hmm. she was real connected with you in that way. So I, I began hearing about you so much, then watching your movie. <laughs> I, I'm in the presence of greatness here. I've heard so oh, much I about you. There you are, tangibly. She's, well, she's alive. She's here. Well, I got to tell you. I got to tell you. Um, I wrote the script. Um, I, I paid for the movie, I, you know, with my own my entire life savings took a calculated risk, you know, um, because I realized, you know, someone very wise once said, um, you know, the money you have sitting in the bank, it's not meant to sit in the bank. It's meant to propagate something and create something for you. And, um, so I did that and, uh, but without, um, director Melissa Tracy, uh, who, you know, um, and and the producer, uh, Phil S. Laxon. Um, so she told me, she, she read the script, fell in love with it, and um, initially uh, Phil was like, you know what, uh, don't do any direction. Let the director uh, run with it. So uh, Melissa received the script, and I could just see the rotors uh, turning in her mind. And... Um, you know, she came up with all these 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 amazing ideas, and and so so really, what I did was just put it on paper, but without the vision of the director, mm-hmm. you ain't got nothing. You know, <laughs> and 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 um, the crew, the cast. I mean, it was the most. They they were wonderful. I, I mean, without them, you know, I'd be nothing. It, it, it'd be nothing. Um, the actors, you know, the cinematographer, Adam Shearer, you know, um, Melissa Tracy, director, uh, 
uh, you know, Silas Flaxen, who's like this gorgeous Norwegian guy. Um, <laughs> I saw him. Now you really got to raise his attention now. <laughs> I know, I know. He was fine, rides a motorcycle. Anyway, I met him at Pete's Coffee, and we looked at each other, and we're like, <laughs> but then we started <laughs> But then we started yeah. talking, and I was like, yeah, I got a movie. And I said, so I paid five grand to this guy to do a trailer when I was thinking that it was going to be so much bigger, you know, uh, um, money-wise, that it would cost so much more. Phil saw the trailer, he's like, girl, you got ripped off. It was a five-grand trailer, and it was just pure garbage. And, and Phil, all of a sudden, he had this... Uh, the heroic Viking in him came out, you know, and he goes, how much you got? And I was like, I told him, I said, it's all I got. He goes, do you trust me? I said, I trust you. And, um, but now this isn't like we just met at Pete's coffee for the first time. I mean, we'd seen each other talk, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, he catapulted me into bravery to letting, making this happen. And, um, you know, it, it was originally, the script was not vampire. The script was originally called O Negative, and it was not a comedy. It was a straight-up uh, epic horror. And um, my, my business partner, Jennifer James, she had read it a few years ago. She goes, this thing's friggin' epic. This is, like, um, this is like Tolkien. But, you know, what happened was it was clocked uh, by several industry people in the know as costing at least, what, $15 million to really make it look as it would. I didn't have 15 million, so oh. I, I had I had very little. So what I did was I ripped the armature out of O Negative, and I created something. I ripped out at least 12 characters, started from scratch, and said they got to have something to tie them together. Hey, how about a vampire pie? You yeah. know, so so vampire is really an ancillary idea to O Negative. I like both those names, though. O Negative is a good name, too, but it's, you know, the band, too. O Negative is awesome. <laughs> oh, ty typo Negative. Typo Negative, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know what to say. Well, name. you can still, the great thing is, you can, you can still use Typo Negative in the future, man. See, that's a great thing. If you have to do yeah. something else, you can still have that title. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I still have a script. I mean, I have a Part unicorn. Two. Yeah, I got a, I got a, I got a unicorn named Abraxas. You know, I got a, a werewolf, General Samael, you know, and, and, and Azure, um, Azure Galaxy Hops. I mean, she's, I mean, she's like, it's very dark. It's very, you know, dripping with lechery and red candles and, and bright Kenneth Anger-esque colors and, you know, and, and. We and did so, that. We did, yeah, Rihanna and I did that. Yeah. So, but so my next uh, my next project, we already have a movie deal on it. It's a feature film. It's horror, and um, it's called The Red River. And there's no comedy in it. There's some moments, you know, of, of levity, but it it's definitely like my magnum opus. You know, it's it's I cut my teeth on vampire, um, mm -hmm. but The Red River. I was in a dark place when I wrote it. I don't know. You have to sort of go there, mm -hmm. and um, I just remember. Um, going to Paris, and um, I, uh, okay, this is really bad. I snuck into Père Lachaise Cemetery at night, oh, and cool. I, I went to bed near Jim Morrison's grave. I wanted, 
something, I don't know what, but I wanted to align with a sort of something. And I was here amongst the greats. I wasn't scared. I wasn't scared at all. The Père Lachaise Cemetery is so huge. I looked into the darkness, and I would see little random tiny fires, meaning there were other people doing the same thing. And I just remember just leaning back, and um, I couldn't lean up against Morrison's grave, but I, I was close enough, you know, because they have it fenced off, because people were, like, doing some, you know, some weird shit, you know what I mean? Me, oh, yeah, I just wanted sure. to do it. I couldn't explain why, but it put me in the mindset of darkness, and then I wrote, uh, I finished up uh, The Red River. So it's, it's a Faustian tale about, you know, the price people are willing to pay for superstardom. Oh. And it, it's horrific, you know, and, and you know, and it, it's, uh, that's all I'll say, but it's going to be huge. I, I feel it. That's I so feel cool. it. Well, I'm definitely chills. looking forward to that. Uh, Maggie, you've got some range. I think you're looking, that's I think what you're excited about, testing that range, right? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, well you okay. did it in vampire as well though, even though it was comedic, but you had some parts where your character went from kind of smiley to real serious real quick. Yeah. Um so and that was cool to see too that you have that ability to do that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. you I had my in that way. You were off-putting in that way. Your character kind of kept you on the edge of your seat in that way. So, yeah, that thought to you was good. Thank you. Thank you. She was pretty hard to play, believe it or not, because the other characters are so, like, they're so uh, extreme, you know? And and Azure is sort of the um, straight man, for lack of a better term. But when, when you play a straight man, incredible talented actors with, you know, incredibly, I mean, they maxed everything out. The director told them, max it out, max it out, make it up and down. So here I am, the straight man, trying to keep things interesting, (laughs) you know, so it was hard, it was hard. People think, oh, it must be easy to, like, act what you write. Oh, honey, it ain't, trust me. It's actually harder because you you second-guess yourself, like, what I mean? Wait, what? Yeah. yeah. Right. We've learned sometimes, Ray and I, just to don't think, just jump. Because mm-hmm. sometimes Ray and I would really overthink. Oh, yeah. And that's when we're, we, we, we're, we doom ourselves. So we always say, we grab, we interlock arms and we jump together. We don't think. We just, boom, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to the show, so it works. Yeah, <laughs> you definitely. know, I, um, I studied under the tutelage. Uh, one of my acting teachers was Bobby Chance and her whole family, the Chance family. I consider them really responsible for, for my ability to act. They, they cut through a lot of BS, you know, um, mm-hmm. you know, cause I was an army officer. So I had, I had a lot of decorum and they, they ruthlessly just slashed through it and they said, get up there give your character the chance to exist. Anyway, I digress. But so Bobby Chance said to me, she said uh, to the whole class, she said, let your life be all instinct. And she said, everything I've done, guys, has been all instinct. And when I first came to L.A., she taught me that. 
and and everything I do is instinct. Never once do I doubt myself. Yeah. And you know what? It's funny about that thing, but not funny in a ha-ha way, in a great yeah. way. Leanne and I, our thing we always say too, and I say to her, we grossly underprepare for shows mentally. Now, when it comes to things we need to know and guest information, yeah. absolutely. But in terms of what we're going to say or how we're going to say it, we grossly underthink because it's that instinctual, um, just off-the-cuff, natural, organic stuff that makes the show. Mm-hmm. And if we ever try to go scripted, and the best stuff we do is off-the-cuff like this. Yeah. We can't yeah. go scripted on this. But it makes it easier. And I've, I said on the show, it might have been like a couple weeks ago, Rhiannon and I talked about it's just like a marriage. Like the best sex you have or any relationship is when you trust each other. That's it. And you can't. So that analogy we use for the show, it's true. Like we trust each other fully. So we have the best show, the best sex, the best show in terms of <laughs> that analogy. Because we have that yeah. trust in each other and ourselves. So we just yeah. roll it and it's working. Yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. That is so beautiful. Um, yeah, I, I think that what's rough, raw, organic, you know, and that's the other thing. Life is not neat. Life is mm-hmm. not compartmentalized. Life is messy. It really is. Life is, life is a spittle flying, you know, you know um, um, range of a cacophony of emotions, you know, and, and, and that's what makes good acting good to watch. We do things other people want to do but are not allowed to or have been told they can't or something. Mm-hmm. But I, I every little thing like in the in the scene where um you know where they snort the angel. Yeah. <laughs> I was like angel dust. <laughs> angel <laughs> dust. So they snort the angel, and Ray Trickett, who's a, a, an amazing actor, I mean, he's like a Shakespearean actor, top of the line, we're blessed to get him. He just, um, he snorted the angel, you know, and, and he goes, pow, crazy. Like, you know, <laughs> that was totally like him. That wasn't in the script, oh, you know, and, and he just channeled like Christopher Watt. It was fun. So every, there were a whole bunch of things that, that were uh, ad-libbed and were natural, and and our uh, director Melissa Tracy was like, "This is good." Oh, good. <laughs> so you know, that. we it was all it it was uh, okay. I I was an army officer. I was a tough cookie. Yada yada. Making a movie was the hardest freaking thing and the scariest freaking thing I've ever done. And I just can't wait to do it again. I'd rather do that more than base jumping, which is another thing I really want to do. Well, you know? that's why you'll keep succeeding, me, because it's a passion. You can't. So. You well, you can't, It's impossible not to. When it's a true passion and you're going with your heart in that way, you can't fail. Yeah. It's an unstoppable energy, just like that almost tangible energy that we can feel right now. It's an unstoppable force. It's love. It's that passion that keeps that people keep watching and they go, "Wow." Like how do you how do I get there? Well, it's because it's so genuine and you're so in love with it, whatever I, it is. It it is what keeps me going. My teeth sweat. I salivate. I, 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 I have to. You know, I'm I'm always like just walking. My neighbors they must think I'm nuts, but I always am walking around the house, talking to myself. You know, in different characters, getting mm-hmm. ideas and. 
and eventually the characters, you know, they present themselves to me. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what Azure's name was. I had a fever one night. It was one of those weird things. I remember sitting bolt upright in the middle of that fever, and she told me, my name is Azure St. Clair. And right in there, and I said, okay, Azure it is. And they, they start to make demands of you, your characters. Of course, I mean, this exists solely in the, in, in the inner sanctum of your mind, but they, they speak back. Mm-hmm. They start, and, and stories start to go their own way. Rarely does a story, I, I have a general composite of, of something. Red River came to me in a dream. And I was talking to my girlfriend, Linda, about it, about the dream. She goes, Bing, you ought to make that into a movie. And I said, holy mackerel, maybe I ought to. And um, it just started to take form. And the general idea of it was, was there was a Red River where your dreams could come true. You stand at the banks of it, and a thousand eyes under the waves look at you. And if you're there for reasons that are to serve mankind, it will flick a tributary your way, like a mercury-like rivulet. And then when it touches you, it imbues you with that genius. Well, rarely do people have pure motives, right? They want superstardom. They want revenge. Mm -hmm. See, what they're not told is that a lot of your true desires lie within the subconscious. It's where the trouble starts. Yeah. That's where the horrific things happen. And I read it, uh, wrote it, read it. There were times I ran out of my house like an idiot, like in my jammies, <laughs> you know, and my chihuahua, you know, Chachi, who played Van Helsing. Van Helsing. <laughs> you know, Van Helsing. He's in the him. window like, get, get your stupid ass back in here. <laughs> what are I mean, I'd freak myself out. And uh, my business partner, Jen, who's an amazing director, she uh, directed me in um, Atypical Love. Stephen Bauer was in it. Eddie Griffin, you know, great movie, cute little comedy. I played a call girl (laughs) with a heart of gold. Anyway, um, uh, she read it and she said, this is one of the best scripts I've ever read. And she had been employed to do nothing but read thousands of scripts. And I said, would you direct it? And she said, hell yeah. And I was like, want to partner up? You know, she's like, I'd love to partner up. So we're partners. Um, she, uh, she did a final edit of Vampire. And um, we got the Red Elvises. I remember uh, Igor Yusev. I called him up. I'm like, Igor, can I can I use your music? He's like, eh, yeah, sure, you use my music. No oh, problem. I love it. You know, so, <laughs> so I come and I hang out with him, you know, and he was like making food for me. He's like, I like you. You don't have to pay me. I'm like, yeah, I, I'm going to pay you. He's like, no, you don't have to pay me. I'm like, ah, I'll pay you. <laughs> he goes, okay, no problem. So we ended up spending a New Year's Eve together. And, um, he was, I mean, not like, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it was, it was, he was such a gentleman. But, you know, he, he was very European, you know. He'll have all these cold cuts and, like, you know, cheeses and... and, 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 and Cheese! We know how we're spending New Year's this year. Yeah, we love yeah, cheese. Really. <laughs> really? cheese. 
Hi there. Oh, you guys, I am a cheese whore. Us too. Oh, we're, we're wicked cheese whores. Yeah, absolutely. I love We were just, cheese. Meg, I'm not kidding you. Before you came in, we were just talking about cheese and how in our older age, we, have, we hate it because we love cheese, but it's starting to cause us issues in our older ages. Yeah. Well, all right, so here's the deal. I like super stinky French cheese. I mean, it's got to smell like feet. Like I love that, too, and my wife hates it, and I love it. Yeah. Red wine, smelly cheese, French bread. Man, now I'm hungry for cheese. Yeah, I'm like, this. I'm drinking monkey shit coffee. Am I allowed to say that? You can say anything you want. We okay, so I, I kid you not. Best coffee in the world. Um, a friend gave me a bag of it. So apparently, these little capuchin monkeys, they they eat the, the coffee beans, and then they poop it out. I've and then it that. goes through a cleaning process. But something about their um, digestive juices, intermingling, processing, makes the best cup of coffee I shit you not. <laughs> Literally, you shit me not. Is it nutty, Ming? Is it a little nutty? Is it a little bit nutty? It's nutty. Um, it, it's nutty. It's it's rich. It's amazing. Um, it's got that certain essence of je ne sais quoi. But let me tell you something. Monkey shit coffee. <laughs> You're the first one that's made him laugh this hard on the show. <laughs> Monkey shit coffee is like it's like ninety nine dollars for a bag. Of it. Have a peanut allergy. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no peanuts in it. There's no peanuts. There's no, you no, it's only like a, a cocoa or what do you, you know? You know, not like, like coffee, cacao, or no, that's chocolate. But anyway. Coffee yeah. beans, you know. I don't purport <laughs> to uh, uh, know much about that. All I know is that it went through a capuchin monkey's elementary canal, <laughs> and it poops out in like one big old log. And uh, no, you know it's well. Monkeys. At least you can distinguish it. Yeah. Those monkeys. Okay, they're so funny too. They look like they're the same monkeys that like. The Japanese, they lock up in a lab and for, force him to chain smoke all day. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, but yeah. <laughs> so they're smart. They're really smart. They're really yep. smart. Good. I actually want one. I want one. That'd be really nice, but, you know, the haters would probably it. report me because I don't think that's allowed. Well, you wouldn't have to spend $99 for coffee. You could just have your coffee making right. coffee right next to you. <laughs> I was gonna say you could you could grow, you could throw the coffee and then you could have them shit in it. Yeah, have a delicious cup every morning, homemade. That's it. I'm telling you. So this is what I'm drinking: monkey shit coffee. You can sell it for top dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Ming's monkey delight brand coffee. Oh, I like that. Start your morning off right with Ming. Mornings with Ming. <laughs> You know, I had this idea. I, I'm kind of entrepreneurial. I was like, hey, if I ever make it big, I'm going to open a, 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 a whole uh, chain of um, uh, shops of, uh, uh, what do you call it, um, oil change places and call it Oil Can Mings. <laughs> you know, I'd stop in once in a while, check some oil. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I acted out. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you guys, I'm super stupid. Don't even. No, you're fucking awesome. I love it. Oh, you're, you're awesome, yeah. Um, no, you you're guys definitely. are awesome. I love you guys. I wish we were like neighbors, you know? Oh, that'd be well, so awesome. Yeah, well, we'll visit. See, Rihanna and I soon will be going to, we'll have to make a cross-country trip when the show keeps picking up. Like a really happy-go-lucky girl. Like, somebody's got to really go out of their way to make me depressed. Like, I'm just... I don't know. I wake up every morning and I can't wait to get out of bed and I can't wait to write and I, I can't wait to, you know, um, everything is, well, as Noah Ephron said, it's all copy. You know, I have everything that I see, everything that I observe, there's always uh, something beautiful to extrapolate from it, you know? Uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I can't understand, you know? Well, I was going to say, in in hearing you, Ming, because I think Rihanna and I have had discussions about this, too, and I think when you go to really low points in your life, it's only that we grow at our lowest, I think. So when we actually are at really low points, like the lowest of the low, and you actually never think you could ever feel joy again because you don't feel sad, happy, you just feel nothing, and then when you actually feel joy again, and you're almost in tears when you wake up happy because you never thought you would be able to do that again. So that's where, and that's where we stay. Because in that joy is where you succeed because nothing matters. And so even right now where we are, we're just in my living room. We're just all talking. Yeah. You know what I mean? But So it's all natural and it just all comes. So I think when, when I heard you talking, I think from great pain comes great pleasure, as they say. And I think when you experience that great pain, in the moment, it's hard. Yeah. But if you didn't have pain, you wouldn't be able to experience that awesome gratitude and that pleasure that you're talking about. You, um, you're, you're very wise. You, you're right. Um, I, in my life, have experienced um, so much pain. Um, horrific pain. And, you know, uh, you reach a crossroads. Do you sink or swim? And uh, that choice right there, you choose life. Choose life. I chose life. I chose um, through years of of therapy and of of, um, faith. I'm a person of tremendous faith. And and, and, um, I chose life. And, and you start to realize that life goes by oh so fast. Oh, yeah. You know, but also, though, that if you have a desire and a dream, God has an amazing way of, of bending time and, and making things happen, you know, because there's no time in the astral. It only exists in this third density world, right? Mm-hmm. But the creator certainly makes things happen for you but you have to have that desire you have to you have to believe you have to believe and so you know it's very um i don't know what i'm saying but it's it's very you're very smart to have said that you're very smart to have said that because um yeah because uh from great pain comes humor Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, well, I was, see, and also the ability to say some the two most beautiful words words in the world sometimes. Fuck it, I'm jumping. I, 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 I'm, I, you almost 
die and become reborn, this different knowing sort of person. It really is that simple. You literally choose to live or die. And I mean, really live. Like, am I going to live? I mean, the way I'm supposed to. Am I going to do what right here finally? And that's where the joy comes from. That yeah. pureness and going, wow, you have this overwhelming feeling of love and you cannot be stopped. And then when you realize certain things is in life, we see doors and it's like negative. Because we can't see the beauty in it or maybe there's a reason. So when we get older, we go, ooh, be careful what you wish for because sometimes the biggest gift is not getting what you wanted in the moment. And you go, whoa, if I, that had happened, it was my biggest thing I wanted to happen. If it had, I wouldn't be right here. And oh, yeah. this is the pinnacle. But you've got a lot of depth to you, too, which is always great for Rena and I, because we always try to learn, too. Mm -hmm. um, I always feel like, again, we're always putting each other's paths for a reason. We all know that. Yeah. So I really try to hone in on what it is. And sometimes it's just that, that feeling to keep you going, you know, that sort of joy and just, just to duplicate it and keep it going, keep the flow going. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what? Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. I mean... Yeah. You know, um, it's easy to be addicted to bad things. Why not get addicted to good things? Exactly. You know, right. when I start feeling myself going down a path, you know, stop and do push-ups, or I'll do jumping jacks, just anything to interrupt that thought, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I don't follow through. It, it's, it, it's not easy-peasy. You know, it's not, you gotta work at it. Yeah, especially when you things know? hit you all the time, you know, and it's like, it's hard to keep that positive mindset, but if you don't, you're just gonna keep going, going down. You gotta fight yeah. for your happiness, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. You know, there, yeah. There, are, there are some hills to die on, okay? And that's one of them. That's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's important that the circle that you have around you, too, the yeah. people that you have around you is important. Because they can oh, yeah. drain your energy or add to it in a positive way. So choose wisely. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I, I especially in Los Angeles, are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. In Los Angeles, if you can find a group of people who are special and, and good and genuinely just, you know, love you, my dear God, you hang on to them for dear life. Mm -hmm. You don't let them go. Um, in LA, you know, yeah. it, it, to to have that is is my God is is is, is a blessing. It's a blessing, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, definitely. So, so yeah. As far as um, you know, when you made Vampire, how did you find your actors, and did you already know them? You know, was were they already in your group? Did you put out a casting call? Like, what did you do? So, um. Maya Merker, who played Grace, mm -hmm. uh, she she was in a film I did called A Typical Love, uh, the one with um, you know we with the the stars you know with uh, where I played the call girl and, and w worked with um, Eddie Griffin and Stephen Bauer and some amazing people. Um, I I met her I, I saw her performance. She had a little teeny part, but she really maxed it out. So at the premiere at Raleigh Studios, um, she was there um, uh, with some friends, and I just, her energy was infectious. I mean, she was just happy, and I, I felt myself like, mm, John, 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 John
I need an actress who um, is is light and and love and bubbles and happiness, but I need her to be able to switch to something very dark, very bad, and and do it mellifluously. So I called her up. You know, I happened to still have her number. We had exchanged numbers years before, and called her up and I said, hey, you know, you interested in, I don't know, auditioning or, you know, what, you want to play this character? She's like, send me the script. So I sent her the script and she's like, oh, hell yeah. Nice. Oh, <laughs> so, you know, and then as far as, um, as, uh, as far as um, the other actors, you know, we, uh, we um, uh, put, well, so I did, I did the description, what I was looking for. You know, age range. I hate that. The whole yeah. age range thing. You know, who gives a damn? Mm -hmm. But, you know, it, we're storytellers, right? But we had to. So, you know, and then and then um, people sent in their headshots. And um, it, I think it was on a, a L.A. casting or something like that. And, um, you know, they auditioned. And we picked the best ones. Um, Dennis James Anderson, who played Pope Theodore. Uh, the first American Pope. He was awesome. He, so now, Dennis James Anderson is a former naval, uh, I think he was a warrant officer, he, a Navy guy, um, served his country like 20 plus years, good guy, had mm -hmm. me checked out. <laughs> so, you know, when militaries see each other, we're like, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah so anyway um we we worked together and we we uh you know uh had our butts dragged across the stage a few times did some did some work together and i thought you know and he, he actually auditioned for the part because i told him i said i want you to know dennis you got the part not because we're friends because you were the best mm -hmm. you know and um josh delosier uh handsome guy but he could he channeled Julian, I said, give me somebody, I, I need somebody, you know, you don't walk, you slither, you know, mm -hmm. you, you, you just, you curry favor with the big guy, you, 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 you're just a hedonistic, you know, slithering character, and he, he brought the character, you mm -hmm. know, and, and um, Sophie Larissa, who played um, Ludmilla, you know, great actress, that's not her accent. I said, can you do an Eastern European accent? She goes, yeah, so I do for you, you know, and, um, gorgeous woman. I mean, yeah. like, you know, I was, I felt like a friggin' potato next to her, you know? Um, and then of course there was Ray Trickett and, uh, uh Eric Strong who played Tippy. I love and, Tippy. Uh, <laughs> everybody loved Tippy. Everybody. And, and, um, uh, Mickey Fair, who played Wanda, you know, uh -huh. um, she she was she brought Wanda. They were just amazing. They were just so good. They were all so, so amazing, um, and they embodied the character. You know, I was very open minded when they auditioned. I knew what I want, but I was open minded. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, we. Uh, we had some drama, like, in the beginning of uh, shooting. Uh, we had another tippy. And um, he showed up, 
and then he just walked off the set. We couldn't mm. find him. Meanwhile, we were losing hundreds of dollars, you know, with each passing minute. And um, we had to look for a tippy. We, so um, Eric Strong had auditioned for the role of Father Jack, played by Tom Patrick, excellent actor, too, Tom was, yeah. is, oh, yeah. um, and uh, handsome. <laughs> yeah. you know, so uh, we contacted Eric and said, can you play um, a flamboyant guy, you know, adorable? And he's like, yeah, you know, and he brought that. He brought it last minute. So, and the guy, I don't know why an actor would just walk off a set, but our original Tippy walked off the set. We contacted him and we're like, yo, what's up? Why did, you know, what did, why? Because you guys weren't uh, moving fast enough for me and setting up. I'm like, oh my what? God, you're not famous and you're already a diva? Wow. You know? Uh, so in any event. So that was a blessing. Mm -hmm. That was a blessing. Because um, that guy, let me tell you, shot himself in the foot. Oh, I'm sure. Shot himself in the foot. Um, but we, we lucked out. We got someone better. We got mm -hmm. Eric Strong, who actually is a, a successfully working actor. I think he was on, like, Narcos or something like that. And, yeah. Um, you know. Um, so, Yeah. <laughs> Well, and his yeah. lines were good, too. And he's like, I was scared shitless. Who's this motherfucker? Who's this motherfucker? <laughs> I kept rewinding oh my that God, part. So I kept telling Bud, too. I'm like, oh, my God, you got to watch this part. It was so, I mean, everybody. <laughs> I, I get so many emails. People are like, we love Tippy. We love Tippy. They love Tippy or Wanda mm -hmm. or Van Helsing. <laughs> he was so, yes, Van Helsing. He's, he's the star. <laughs> he's got his own IMDb page. <laughs> he's got his own imdb page he was a rise to riches story um he was found i didn't find him but the story was he was found dodging semis on the 110 oh jeez. Oh. uh little little teeny little guy with big ears and bug eyes you know and mm -hmm. dodging semis on the 110 you know and then um you know then he went to uh, the pound and then you know um, I adopted him, and then it, he became a, a star. Mm -hmm. Then, you know. <laughs> a little movie star. <laughs> he was so cute. Movie star. He's, yeah. Sometimes, you know, uh, I, I felt he was the smartest one. Because <laughs> 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 I figured it's ironic, you know. Let's have a, let's have um, a Jesuit, a Vatican Jesuit assassin's pet dog be Van Helsing and spew uh, 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 atheist philosopher quotes. You know? <laughs> he spewed a lot more. He said a lot more atheist quotes, you know, but atheist philosophy quotes, but we couldn't use a lot of that. You know, a lot of it was dependent upon uh, what we can use, what there's room for. But mm -hmm. um, uh, so there was that. Oh, and then um, Diana Kawasaki uh, played Sister Immaculata. She was funny. And uh, she was so good. I mean, she, she brought Sister Immaculata. Um, she actually is a star. I think in the UK she's uh, got her own reality show, My Little Life, or wow. something like that. And she's a, a 
prolific stand-up comedian, and she she does a lot of uh, uh, stand-up comedy, and and um, and uh, she really brought Sister Immaculata to life, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, she, yeah, she's really good. Well, you're an incredible actress. Like from the very first scene when you come on, I mean, you through the whole entire movie, it's hard not to watch you because you are just so good. <laughs> Thank so, you, so thank you so much. Thank you. I I, uh, I work very hard um, on acting. I never take a break. Um, every day I do a little something. Whether I I do a little monologue or I I really do I do the work. You mm-hmm. know, I do a lot of I, I do a lot of inner work. I do a lot of outer work. I I um, It's not easy. You know, it, making it, it. People think acting is easy. It's really not. You make no. it look easy. That's 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 the key. Um, it, it, it's, it's, uh, one of the hardest things to do. Nobody really notices until it's bad acting. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and then it's true. like, Oh my God, that sucks. You know? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I can credit, I studied under the tutelage of Bobby chance. Um, I studied under, um, Michelle Danner, um, of Edgemar Theater. I studied under Richie Chance, Larry Chance. Um, I studied uh, uh, under a few other people, you know, um, Amy Linden. Um, you know, I did, I did a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I have the equivalent of a PhD <laughs> in acting, yeah, you know, with awesome. a, but, <laughs> but once in a while I'll drop into an acting class just to, just to, uh, it's like a gym. You know, it's just to break through the um, emotional constipation. Mm-hmm. You know, people get emotionally constipated. You know, we and we have to just, uh, you know, blow that shit out the water you know, and get real. <laughs> it's time to get real. It's time to get raw. You know. Yeah. And 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 as an actress, you know, it, it, I think it's um, it's a misnomer or it's a mis- misstatement to say you know it's about knowing who you are. No, who gives a damn who you are? Uh, meaning me, you know, as 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 Meng. Nobody gives a shit. You know what what it is is, you know, my character makes demands of me. Like um, I ask her, "What do you want from me?" Before we shoot, and she says, responding as the actress, she says, "I want you." Get the hell out of my way. I want none of your BS. I, I, I want you to give me a chance if only one or two minutes. Give me the right to live as who I am, a complete person. And I do that, you know. Um, I do that. And that's why I can't wait till, till Red River. Yeah, you know my my character, Doctor Diana Denali. She uh, she has many facets. Um, she's nothing like me. Nothing like me. She's not a very funny person. She's uh, she's ambitious. She's got a goal. You know, mm-hmm. um, a goal of of you know saving her son. You know, and 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 a lot of things. And and you know. So, so it, it's it's about getting the hell out of the way, and and letting the character take over, mm-hmm. um, and um, 
I mean, granted, you're always in control, you know. You have a lot of um, conspiracy theorists out there, and they're like, oh, that's possession. It's, uh, I'm like, no, no, you're in full control of your faculties, but you're also um, allowing a segment of your creativity to run roughshod, you know, and, and, and trusting the, that's why there's all that work you got to do beforehand. I do a backstory on all my characters. You know, I ask my characters questions, you know, like, um, what kind of birth did you have? What was your first kiss like? Mm -hmm. You know, when you masturbate, what are you thinking about when you come? You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, granted it's sexual, but there's something else that gets you off. What is it? You know, how do you feel about money? Um, what was your most humiliating experience like? You know, what's your favorite food? How do you breathe? Do you breathe all breathy? How do you walk? How do you... There, there's so many aspects of, of this character. It's mm-hmm. a journey of discovery. And, and, and it's fun. Imagine getting paid to discover somebody to become somebody, to be somebody, if only for a few minutes, to dress like somebody, to become an entirely different being. How cool is that? Mm-hmm. You get to play, and you get to have the focus of a child. You know? Mm-hmm. Little kids have so much focus. They're like into what they're doing. Yeah. That's what we actors have to do. We're observers. We're into what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fun. It's like, it's almost sexual. It's, it's like, ugh, yeah, you know, it's, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love you, like yeah. you were saying earlier, but you have so much depth to you. It's, it's so refreshing. Yeah, and to, Thank and to you. hear the side of, you know, movie making and characters and writing and stuff, you don't normally hear this side. And it's just incredible that you can tell us that and then we can you know kind of feel a little bit like what you're feeling and how oh, yeah yeah uh, exploring a character yeah, i don't care if you're like you've got the smallest role in the film you're the gas station attendant like mm-hmm. they exist anymore but some places <laughs> they do you know what did he do the night before yeah what did he do did he get drunk did he you know did he pick someone up what What's what's in his eyes? What's in how he? What's he thinking about? What's he you know feeling? You know, one of the most important things of acting. People say, "What would if I were to be an actor? What would be the most important thing in the world to know?" To which I answer, "The moment before. Mm-hmm. The more, moment before we shoot. What was your character doing?" And it's less of a or feeling. It's less of of of. Of a technic of, of a, I'm sorry, it's less of a, a a esoteric an esoteric thing than it is purely technical. You've got to know the moment before because we're not shooting in sequence. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes in a film they try to avoid it, but mm-hmm. due to budget, location, somebody's sick, who that who the heck knows? You got to shoot the last scene of the movie first. Yeah. What was the moment before? If I'm shooting the last scene of a movie first, I am not quaffed. I, I might be sweating. I might have mascara running down my face. Somebody may have died. But that's the first scene we shoot on day one. 
So what was the moment before? Yeah, that's not easy. Um, in films, they rarely shoot in sequence. Yeah. It's always shot out of sequence. Because most people don't have that money to work with, especially like we indie filmmakers. Mm-hmm. We make do with what we got. Oh, yeah. You know? And, um, and you know, yeah. so Days I get go. passionate about that. I it's love awesome, it. It's though. my it's life. Great. It's my life. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's my life. It's my life. Well, and it's like, yeah. you know, sometimes with the whole indie, you know, indie film and stuff, it's like you don't always have, the, you know, the resources available one day and then the next day you do. And so you got to get whatever you can get done. And so, you know, like you were saying, you know, it's not ever in sequence. And so you do have to figure out, okay, well, this is what, okay, this is the very end or this is the very beginning. You got to figure out how you're going to film that. And you got, it's, it's definitely sometimes stressful too. It's fun. It's super fun. You know, like you said, but sometimes you're like, oh shit. Oh, that didn't go as planned. Like, it doesn't always go as planned. Yeah, it doesn't. But, again, um, it's a gift. When things don't go as planned, it's like, how can, how can we make, how can we mine the gold out of this? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe in accidents. I don't believe in coinky-dinks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everything, everything is, 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 is um, something to play with. Something to roll in your mouth. Something, something to get to know. You know, I, I I love little accidents. I love it. You know, when the shit hits the fan, I'm the one who comes out from behind the wall. Like, you know, everything's it's like uh, breaking into something or unwrapping a present. You know, mm-hmm. it's incredibly sexual. I know. I know it's weird, but no, it's just no, it's you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, we. It's not weird. No. But it's hard. I'll tell you what. Um, I was the executive producer, the co-producer, the writer, the actress. It was, I had to pay everybody, you know, it was like, it was a lot of like juggling and I would never recommend anybody do it again, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. the next film will be far different. We have a much larger budget. Uh, we're going to film in Nevada, the Red River. Um, we're going to... Uh, we've got um, we've got far more backing, you know. We we had the money in in our hot little hands. Then you know, COVID nineteen happened. Mm-hmm. So you know, the investors are a little bit, you know, of course they are. You yeah. know, they're a little antsy. But when this thing blows over, boom, we're we're on, we're mm-hmm. in, you know, because we've got the deal. It's it's happening. We're in pre pre production, you know, for the Red River. And uh, we're going to film in Nevada by the Colorado River. It's going to be really cool. It's going to be so much fun. And uh, But I'm certainly not going to bear the weight that I did in Vampire. And, yeah. and thank God. I'll be a producer, but I'll, I'll have a lot more help. I was talking to some big producer um, people in Hollywood. And I didn't know this, but uh, one of them told me that I am the first Asian-American woman in Hollywood history to write, star in, and produce a full feature film. Holy shit, that's awesome. And I didn't, I didn't know that. I'm like, really? Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Break out the bubbly. Woo! Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Hell that's yeah, awesome. You know? Who knew? <laughs> wow. You're a pioneer, man, and a groundbreaker. Yeah. What's up? Legitimately. Oh, thank you. I, you know what? I just, if, if I can just 
you know, oh, and, and the cool thing about, about Vampire is it's a woman-made film. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it, it's, it's a great movie. You know, it's fun. You know, you break open a bottle of wine, um, kick back, you know, and, and enjoy that. You know, these are, it's about basically about women, um, and we have men in it, too, but it's, it's written by a woman, you know, starring women, um, uh, uh, produced by, you know, a woman and a man, of course, but, but there's some heavy female influence in this. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a very empowering uh, film. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the things that I vow to myself, because I know like I know, because it feels right, and I always go with how it feels with regard to creativity. All my films will have a happy ending. Yeah, I want to take you on a motherfucking roller coaster ride, okay? On ups and downs, but at the end, good will win. Mm-hmm. And and you know, there's always that element of darkness will always be there because, well, it's a yin yang thing, isn't it? But at the end, you know, I take you on a crazy ride, man. But then I lay you down gently. I lay you down gently so that you feel okay. Mm-hmm. Animals, babies, off limits. I think it's in poor taste to harm an animal in a film, not in the making of it, but on screen, you know? Yeah. yeah. No animal. Animals don't die. That's BS. Animals don't die. Mm-hmm. Uh, children, off limits in terms of babies, you know, that sort of thing. You know, um, you know there is a child in peril uh, in the Red River, but it's going to be okay, you know. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of times I will not watch a film if I know that there's a tasteless killing of a child or there's a tasteless harming of an animal. I, 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 I won't, you know, come on, guys. I mean, you know, life is hard. Life is, you know, uh, you know life is one big shit sandwich sometimes. So, you know, when you watch a movie... Let's have a let's have a good ending. Let's have a decent ending. Yeah, you know, even if it's gory or what. But people people are going to walk away from my movies feeling like, damn, I feel good. I'm going to go to bed now. Mm-hmm. You know, I might leave the light on for a little bit, but you know, I'm not. I don't feel like vomiting. I don't feel like I, I I've seen a lot of what comes across as horror or, or what's uh, touted as horror. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. It's not horror if it gives you a sick feeling. If it makes you, if it get, if it doesn't scare you, if it gives you a bit of a, a sick, depressing feeling, mm-hmm. depressing is not horror. Sick is not horror. Mm-hmm. You know, um, de- I, I've seen things that they, they're in horror channels, but they're depressing, and I don't go there. Yeah. You know, I won't go there. Yeah. Well, I think maybe people mistake or they they substitute substance for shock. And shock is not the same as horror, as you said, or gore. No. And we've talked about even, to get repetitive, but John Carpenter's 1978 Halloween, there was hardly any gore. It's the anticipation. It, as you said, it's that scared feeling, not that depressed, disgusted feeling. And again, mm-hmm. anybody can go around splattering buckets of blood everywhere. It's True the that. substance. And the maybe not knowing what's there that keeps you on that edge. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like sex. You know, if it's just bang, bang, blah, 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 you know, might as well run and take a jog. I want a mental orgasm. Seduce me. You know, that, with horror, there has to be a seduction as well. You know, um, case in point, 
Last night, I watched for the first time a horror movie that is grossly underrated. Beautiful writing, uh, screenwriting, layers upon layers of, 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 of amazingness, you know, and, and, and just, uh, oh, it's, it was like a piece of devil's food. The Exorcist 3. I don't think I've seen that one. You got to see it. It's beautiful and horrific. Absolutely horrific. Because there were no jump scares. You know, there was none of that. You know, there were no cheap scares. I mean, it was downright horrific. Intelligently written. Each character. I mean, George C. Scott. My king. You know, I, I love George C. Scott. Um, all the acting was brilliant, and and um, the imagery, just the imagery, was horrific. Imagery, and and if you guys want a really good horror movie that's grossly underrated, The Exorcist Three. Um, I haven't seen The Heretic. I think that's Exorcist 2. But the first Exorcist was really good. Mm -hmm. uh, the first Exorcist. I love 28 Days Later because that's horrific. Yeah. Because it was so real, so bleak, so real, you know, so scary. But Exorcist 3, I almost want to watch it again. I almost want to watch it again. I, I really loved it. Um, I loved, did you guys see the movie The Terrifier? Oh, yeah. That well, was it? I think it's called the Terrifier. Oh, Terrifier! Oh, yeah, Terrifier's a yeah. Yeah, dude, I was. So part two's coming out. Yeah, in October, I believe. Part two's coming out. <gasps> yeah, <gasps> that movie scared the bejesus out of me. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. That's actually that a movie that I'm very impressed with. That mm -hmm. it's kind of a new. And I think Rihanna will concur too. It's it's a a new dimension. And a new outlook that, again, it's it's not just a splatterfest. There, there's a lot of dynamics. And even the really crisp cinematography, the way it's all done. And Art of the Clown. Um, oh, my God. It, it, yeah, it, like, it's so good. Like, I've seen yeah. it a few times. It's so good. I mean, it's, it's one like, of those movies, and it's, it's gotten insanely popular. Yeah. And uh, oh. I think that... Rianne, how long, I, I believe you might be able to tell us this too, how long they they went on, they did a campaign, I think they made their goal of, of money in about two hours or something. Oh, yeah. It was some ridiculous, yeah, crazy. hundred and something thousand dollars in under under 24 hours. I think it was like Bud said, an hour or two, and they had already made a hundred and something thousand dollars. Yeah, it was unreal. Yeah. Oh my God. For oh a terrifier too. Hook um, a bitch up. <laughs> yeah, no shit. You only have. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I'd love to know how. It, it, it'd be a very well, interesting. Yeah, that movie study. captures that feeling of fear, you know, of that stocked feeling as opposed to just. Uh, it, it actually blends it all well because there are some pretty graphic, really graphic scenes in that movie, but it works in the context of it. It's not just gore for the sake of gore's sake, it works in the context of what you're watching and yeah. the story as a whole. So. Oh, Definitely yeah. an awesome, uh, exciting, and uh, yeah. one of those movies that's kind of kickstarted things. Yeah. Do you know what, to me, was the scariest thing about the Terrifier? It was the moments in the beginning where the girls had a chance to get away. Yes. 
You know, that's what's scary is when they have a chance. They're like, you can get away now. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, but they're hanging out on the hood of the car. Meanwhile, that thing's getting closer. Yeah, have they moved a little faster? They could have gotten away, yeah. you know? And that to me is scary. Mm-hmm. It's that moment of, of live or die. You could have lived. Oh, you're screwed now, honey. That's over. It's yeah. over. Yeah. It, it's that building. feeling of, of you can turn back now. It's mm-hmm. not too late to turn back now. Yeah. That's what's scary. Yeah, yeah it's that foreboding feeling, just knowing something bad uh, is coming. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> you're like, yeah. <laughs> Well, Damien Leone, oh, the director of it, he did all of the special effects and everything. So I was following that movie before it released in the United States. Like, for years, they kept trying to get it released out here. And so then, mm-hmm. finally, after I think it was, gosh, like, I want to say two years or something, finally it was coming to the United States. And so I kept, like, commenting on all this stuff, like, way when it was, you know, in the UK. And so I ended up getting it uh, before it came out on pre-order. Like, I got yeah. it before the pre-order. He's like, all right, you know what, since you're a fan, here, here's a code get it it'll come out to you first i'm like fuck yeah i was so excited so damn excited yeah i i i I just i have to see it every once in a while yeah (laughs) so good yeah it's so good it's so good i like to be scared Mm -hmm. do you guys like to be scared oh i love to be scared i love to be scared yeah it's just hard sometimes to find something that really truly does scare you yeah, yeah, it, it is nowadays. It's it, it is nowadays. I, I you know, it, it's it's like um, it's like going to a thrift shop, and you have to sift through a lot before you find that that one piece that speaks to you. You know, and yeah. that that mine that one piece of gold garment. You know, I, mm-hmm. um. They've changed. You know, my favorite horror movies are uh, the uh, vintage uh, late 70s horror. Mm-hmm. You know, um, in the 80s, they got a bit camp. They got a bit camp. Um, except for uh, Return of the Living Dead, Hello, mm-hmm. with, you know, Linnea Quigley and all those guys and the punks, you know, they would. Yeah. Um, that was really good. Um, yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but but like the 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 latest and greatest horror movies, you have some good ones, you know. Um, um, Hereditary was good. It was uh, uh, it it was it was to me horrific in the sense that these things do happen mm-hmm. in real life. You know, there are uh, generational. Um, satanic families and 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 it 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 was um made me a little ill inside but it was scary it was good you know it was a it follows i think is really good it follows um you know uh but generally a lot of horror movies just aren't that good anymore Mm -hmm. you know it's sort of a machine you know it's 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 a it's and i that's why i hope that the red river will be able to you know get those people get the horror hounds their fix you know they, yeah. they i want to serve it to them on a bloody platter well, you know I, was, I, I, great. I can't wait I, I was about to say that well red river is going to be coming out soon you'll reignite uh, some more energy and, and push some more energy into the horror community again and uh, Meg, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on 
Oh my yeah. God, I, you guys, I, I, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you for giving me a, a, a voice and to be heard. And, and I officially love you guys. And if I may, um, I am <laughs> loving Broken Halo, written by the lovely, beautiful Rhiannon Cole. Yeah. And um, it's, it's a beautiful quality book. Um, I'm on chapter four now, and it is so good. I ordered it on Amazon, and I look forward to um, meeting you in person so that you can write me a little note. Um, you are a beautiful, beautiful writer. Thank I mean, you. beautiful. And, and I love horror, and I love reading, and I've read, I read the classics. I read, the, I read a lot of uh, horror. I read a lot of... Um, you know, uh, Stephen King, Dean Koontz, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, um, you're really a talented, very talented young woman. Thank and you. I'm, I'm honored to get to know you. Oh, so. That means so much. Thank you so much. My cheeks hurt. I'm all like blushing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I can say so too, Rhiannon's heart equals her talent. Oh uh, and yeah. she is amazing. Speaking from someone who speaks with Rhiannon daily and loves her very much. I will concur with everything you said and add to it uh, the awesome part that I see behind the scenes. And you know what the great thing about Rihanna is? What, is what you see right here is what I see all the time. She's very genuine, very authentic, uh, and I, again, a heart of gold, and extremely talented. I'm blessed. I love you. Well, hey, you're, you, you guys are you're no slouch either, Mr. Man. No. <laughs> incredible. Well, you she makes me wonderful. look good. She oh. makes me look good. So we, we, we make each other we look each good. Other so look thank good. you. Oh, I'm, I'm so honored to know you. And I, I hope, I hope that, um, that we can meet and, and hang out. But I, okay. I feel like you all guys are already a part of the fabric of my life. I, I thank you. Oh, kindly. Well, thank you. And we all meet for a reason. We're going to stay in touch, Ming. Oh, and we're going to be supporting what you do. And we, we yes. can't wait. Oh, until you know your new you, movie comes out. You'll never get rid of me. I'll keep coming back like a bad cheeseburger. You so. better. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. That's a beautiful thing. We're honored and humbled to have you on. And again, we're going to have you on again. Definitely. And please do bug us. Bugging us is a good thing. Sometimes <laughs> yeah. we like to be bugged, so it's good. Definitely. Thank you so much. It's been an honor, and we will definitely do it again. Oh, thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you kindly. Me. Thank you so much. Yeah. So real quick, um, let everyone know where to find vampire and where to find you on social media that way they can um they can find you so just oh okay well um i'm on facebook ming ballard and um you know i'm pretty accessible i try to return messages and stuff like that um i i'm on a, a twitter if you type in vampire and i'm on ming ballard and instagram um and um you can find Vampire, uh, V-A-M-P-I-E, the silliest vampire movie ever made, on Amazon, and it's uh, it's streaming in uh, USA, UK, and Japan, and soon Germany, and uh, soon it's going to be on um, Redbox, uh, Pluto, Voodoo, uh, Apple, iTunes, and Google TV, and maybe ship. Chiller and Shutter, we'll see. Be, wow. <laughs> but right now you can catch it on Amazon. So that's Yay. awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. Is it on DVD? Sorry? Is it on DVD where we can buy it? 
No, not yet. I'm not sure how that's going to work. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to be able to. I think. Um, I think once I start um, um, getting uh, uh, to a point where I, you know, uh, I think that there has to be. Some, oh, quiet! That's my husband, my cat Onyx. He <laughs> he, he wants he wants some Nunu's and Lulu's. <laughs> but, yeah. I could hear him. Yeah, I'll get, hey, I'll give you some tongue later. Hang on. <laughs> um, yeah, eventually I'd like to get to that point. I'd like to get to that point where we have it on DVD. Um, but it's not very quiet. You can hear him. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, he bleats like a goat. He goes, <laughs> Come on. He's my boss. He's my boss. What? This has been so fun. All right, bud. And now your turn, bud, for your shout-outs. Oh, my goodness. Well, first and foremost, as always, the beautiful, talented, incredible zombie Barbie Rhiannon Nicole. I love you, my friend. As usual. As usual. I love you, too. Thank you. I love you. I love you. Zombie Barbie. She's awesome. Secondly, thank you to Ming Ballard for coming on. Thank you, Ming. Everybody out there, go check out Vampire, the silliest vampire movie ever made on Amazon Prime, streaming all over the world. You can look for Ming. Future projects coming out, uh, and we expect more awesome things from you, Ming. Thank you for coming thank on to you. my wife, Allie. Thank you, guys. You're Follow very me on Twitter. Wife, thank up. you for being born. And to my boys, I love you, boys. Daddy loves you. To everybody out there, Keep following your dreams. It ain't over until you say it's over, Rhiannon. And we are just getting warmed up, my friend. Thanks, guys. Chins up. Love you. Thank you, man. Bye. Bye. And real quick, I'm just going to do a quick shout-out. Um, I want to jank. Uh, jank. I want <laughs> I want to jank. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ming, for coming on. You've been incredible. I'm so glad that we met. We're all connected now. We're friends. You're part of our family now, so we can't wait to see everything that you're doing and talk to you. And we love you, so thank you so much. Um, Bud, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Bud, thank you thank so much you. for doing thank this you. every day with me. You know, you're my best thank friend, you. my family. I love you to pieces. Um, we're just, this has been incredible with you. Um, you're good people. Thank you. Thank you. That really means a lot. Thank you so much. Um, Johnny Ellenberger <laughs> for doing our intro and our logo. Uh, Chris Atella for doing our outro and our iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts intro, outro. Um, huge shout out to Crazy Ink Publishing for publishing my books, Broken Halo, Broken Halo Blood Curse. Everybody check out Possessed by Passion. There it is right there. Uh, Possessed by Passion. It is a new project that we're doing, releasing March 2021. You will get 21 books from 21 international and USA bestselling authors. Right now, it's pre-order, 99 cents. You'll get all 21 books. So check us out. Facebook, um, Amazon, can, everywhere where you can get books, you can get it right now. And with that, we are done. So thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Love you guys. Yeah. <laughs>